Welcome to Women of Grace in the Marketplace on TalkEerie.com. Here's Janelle Keith and Lori Clapper. Welcome to Women of Grace in the Marketplace. I'm Janelle Keith with my co-hosts, Lori Clapper. And today we are talking about goals. (sighs) That's all I have to say. (laughs) I heard that big sigh. (laughs) You know, I I shouldn't sigh because I have always been a pretty disciplined person, a goal-oriented person. But really, I think maybe others can agree with me, but these past two years have really squashed that in me. <laughs> yes. I, you know, and I understand that, that totally because, you know, let's think about this. Here we are, 2022. What happened to 2021 and 2019? You know, they're all a blur in our yes. heads, you know, and mm-hmm. those years, I mean, that was 24 months of our life that we lived and to feel so out of sorts at this juncture, it it really makes me want to take a step back and say, hey, wait a minute, how am I directing my life? And um, I want to be intentional in everything, of course. And I think that we have to look back on those years as we were all just trying to survive and do the things just to get through the crisis or whatever we were facing at the time. And I don't know that that was really a year to examine your goals. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, the point of this is to say it's okay if you don't have goals, if you don't have New Year's resolutions, because w- this is like, it feels like a whole new year. And uh, here we are already February. And uh, what, how are we going to manage the rest of the year so it doesn't pass by in such a blur as the last two years? We've never done this before. Coming out of a pandemic, I think, is is kind of a new animal for me. <laughs> yeah, just like the years have been a blur, I feel like my mm-hmm. brain has been a blur. Seriously. Exactly. Down, yes, to just yes. little, down to just little habits that I've had all along. And actually, mm-hmm. I got this from, well, from my dental hygienist who would bug me about flossing my teeth, but also from your pastor, Craig Rochelle, Janelle, who yes. said, uh, you know, making good habits goes back to just him flossing his teeth every day. And right. that's how he starts his day right. And he feels like he can get on with the things he needs to do. It's those little and things. And that is so true. Yeah. It's those tiny steps that yeah. you make that, you know, in the day to day that don't seem like big deals. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, they accumulate into the big ideas that you want to accomplish and the people you want to become. So, yeah. And it, and it yeah. starts with good habits. And why are the bad habits so much easier to get into? <laughs> That's what I want to know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's because they're just easier. Easy. You know, the, easy. And we get yes. lazy and complacent in our, our day-to-day maintenance of ourselves and our schedules. And um, I, I tend to overwhelm myself. I can do that in a heartbeat, you know, yeah. but I have to take a step back to say, Okay, and take a breath to say, I can only, I'm only one person and I can only do these things well and that will have to wait until next time. But, you know, it's just, yeah, it it doesn't always work that way because I feel like I'm running behind or floundering or or trying to catch up with with myself. Yeah, so many (laughs) things need your attention at all times, different facets of your life and and it can mm-hmm. overwhelm you if you if you mm-hmm. don't get into those good habits or know what your limit is and know it's okay to say no in that moment and and or wait <laughs> for a little bit until you can get on. And I don't know about you, but I 
I find myself, even on some days, I do think things better than others. Like yeah. some days I'll fly <laughs> through something. Oh my gosh, I got so much of this done. And other days I'll sit down and to do the same type of thing or the same activity. And I can't even get the first thought out about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You struggle with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, mm-hmm. that's where I found myself in some certain areas. And it's frustrating. But it is. But that's I guess that's where grace comes in. That's maybe that's good advice for everyone listening. Uh, you know, God's mercies are due are new every morning and we can we can start again tomorrow or in two days when you when you're feeling in the in a better mood to do that certain activity. Because sometimes you don't feel like going on the treadmill. Sometimes you don't feel like reading yeah. that book, but other days you do. Exactly. And I can identify with that so uh, easily, Lori, because this morning I said, okay, I'm going to do my Bible time and then I'm going to get on the treadmill, which is my normal everyday thing. But this morning I woke up, my back was hurting and I thought, oh, I don't feel like doing that, you know, and I thought maybe I should just sit and rest for a little bit. And then I'm now it's like I'm out of the mood to do it, you know, and (laughs) it's but yet I know that when I don't do that, I don't. I, I feel out of sorts, you know, so it's like it's a good mental place for me to go to, you know, just think about something else while I'm on the treadmill or read something. Yeah. And so time. I, I was going to I was going to uh, add habits are a double edged sword and they can work for you or against you, which is why understanding the details is essential. I, re- I read that out of uh, Atomic Habits, James Clear, which I'm reading right now. And it is packed full of inspiration of making those tiny habits and taking it just a step at a time and not overwhelming yourself. And it's teaching me a lot. So, yeah, yeah. It's just jumping, <laughs> taking those small mm-hmm. steps. I heard on a show the other day about about comparing uh, your habits and, and disciplines to lily pads. You hop to one, then you hop to the other. And there's this little, mm-hmm. <laughs> little steps you can take, mm-hmm. uh, you mm-hmm. know, every single day to get your, get you where you need to go. And right now we're learning in church. We're in a message series called pre-decide with Craig Rochelle. And he's just, you know, he's saying everything that we already know. He's just confirming it again and again. And his underlying theme is we have to pre-decide that we want to be the people that we're uh, directing our life to be, mm-hmm. you know, nobody wakes up and says, I want to be a drug addict, you know, overnight. Right. No, right. But, but step by step, they get there. I want to be, you know, the, and I'm filling in the, all those blanks up. I want to be that person. So I want to write more. I want to reach more. I want to read more. And so that is how I'm going to shape my habits and create this system that builds those good habits to be that person. Mm, good stuff there, Janelle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's work. It's work. You, you cannot come at this naturally. You have to no. be intentional about every decision you're making. Yeah, yeah I, I love that. I did uh, watch one of those uh, messages uh, the other day. And pre-decide is, is a really cool concept. Like, okay, you got to decide mm-hmm. to do the good thing, the right thing, that thing that's going to mm-hmm. take you to the next level. <laughs> <laughs> whether you, you want there. to or not and not, yes. compla- and not and, complain when you're not getting there because you're not uh, no. forming those habits right and this is also familiar to me because I did that with my weight loss you know when you look at that and you think how did you lose 132 pounds well I did not do it overnight mm-hmm. but 
I did it meal by meal. And I had that intentional choice to say, whether I felt like it or not, I ate broccoli, you know. And so that was that was my determination that I was going to get there and stay there, you know, and this was my new lifestyle. So I think habits can't be just a means to an end. They have to be a lifestyle shaper so that we uh, forget the old stuff and then we celebrate the new stuff. Right. And, you know, I I know you're great at this. I am not. I'm a uh, self-acclaimed (laughs) non-journaler, sadly. But, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, keeping a journal is a great way to to see where you've come and, and marking down, keeping yourself accountable, right? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And uh, that accountability is huge, you know, and they, they, they appear small at the outset. You know, I think, what does it hurt? I, I, journaling five minutes a day isn't going to be, it's not going to be that big of a deal. But I tell you, collectively, it can make a huge difference and it can get you through those critical thresholds, you know, that you find yourself in. And um, there's some powerful things that can come out of journaling and just writing your thoughts down, if not just dumping your brain and on paper to say, okay, it's out of me. I don't have to worry about that. I'm not going to stress about that one. I'm going to pray about that one, you know, and all of these things, we just have to be patient with ourselves because this is not, we're on a journey. This is not an overnight one and done thing. That is for sure. We're on a marathon, right? Not a sprint, as they say. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, as I'm reminding you, I'm reminding myself, I'm preaching to my own heart here Mm -hmm. about how, uh, this this is like an event we're evolving as human beings you know we're we'll never arrive until we meet jesus face to face and we forget that yeah and and one of the things that uh, i think i've talked to you personally with janelle is that uh the word assignment was coming up a lot in my life during the last part of 2021 and i'm still asking okay god what is my assignment i'm still waiting for him i have a lot of assignments (laughs) Apparently, but I feel like, you know, God is still sorting all of that out. I don't know exactly yep. what that is, but um, but maybe that's a question you can ask yourself in your journal. If you're not sure where to start, God, what's my assignment today? Mm-hmm. It, it is a day by day thing. Sometimes I think too broad, like end game. Yep. Well, you will yep. get the end game if you know what you're supposed to do in that moment or in this day. <laughs> so, yeah, again, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm preaching to the choir here as well. <laughs> I'm making these revelations as we speak, Janelle. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Well, we learn as we go, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's an age, age old adage that, that my mom taught me, you know, and it just like, we just take it a step at a time. It's so hard to do that though. It, it really is because we get just caught up in the minutia and thinking these details mm-hmm. aren't important, but but they really are uh, to form good habits and to get you where you want to go. And on that note, we're going to take a break and talk a little bit more about forming good habits and how to avoid those distractions away from those good habits. So stay tuned to Women of Grace in the Marketplace. This is Women of Grace in the Marketplace. I'm Lori Clapper along with Janelle Keith, and we're talking about 
habits and goals and how they all work together. <laughs> and our decisions in making those goals happen or making good habits in place of the bad ones. Now, Janelle, you said you are now reading a book called Atomic Habits. And something yes. I think I think it's a book I want to pick up as well. But uh, you brought up a good uh, point from from that book about how we reach our goals through those atomic habits or those little habits that we do every day or we try to do. Every right. Day. Yeah. He he's a he's a big advocate of doing something every day to shape you to become the person that you want to be. An atomic habit is a little habit that is part of a larger system. Just as atoms are the building blocks of molecules, atomic habits are the building blocks of remarkable results. If you want better results, then forget about setting goals, he says. Focus on your system instead. And this one really got me. Do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. Now, oh, let's, talk, let's yeah. talk about that one. Well, you can really unpack that one, can't you? Yes, for sure. Just like, and I always relate everything to my weight loss process because that's been a major event in my life. And just like I chose to go to the store to buy a certain list of foods that I knew that I could eat, I have to do that with other things in my life. I have to make, uh, I have to make a decision about that book I'm going to read because that's going to help me learn something about what I want to do or or what I'm going to watch on TV, or how, when I'm going to go to bed. You know, I'm applying that, that system to um, other areas of my life. And for instance, like weight loss, I know the foods that will trigger me. If, you, if I go home and I come uh, to the store and I go come home with a box of Twinkies every day, where is that going to get me? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Where I do not want to be. And so if I bring it into my house, that's, that's decision number or No, I, if I buy it at the store, that's decision number one. And then to my house, then how am I going to resist that? That's another decision. So I'm, I'm learning not to complicate my life with these unnecessary decisions and just simplify it and say, if you don't buy it, you won't eat it. Right. If it's not there, right? <laughs> yeah. If it's not in your house. You can't eat it. Therefore, you can resist it, yes. you know. And um, I also call myself Eve all the time. I'm going to learn not to stand so close to that tree that's tempting me, you know, that where that voice is coming out with food. Now I have to apply that to other, other areas of my life, like writing. I want to write more. That's one of my goals, write more this year. Well, I have to decide to sit down in my chair and do this for 30 minutes or an hour or whatever time I want to dedicate to that. Otherwise it won't get done. Right. And not, not to beat a dead horse, so to speak, but back to the whole flossing thing with that. Christelle, like I, I started flossing, I would floss every single day again, during this past couple of years and some personal things going on in my life. I just kind of went, no, I just mm -hmm. got out of mm -hmm. even that habit. Like I've been doing it. They're not going to tell. Well, guess what? If you don't floss your teeth for six months, the dentist is going to tell. Exactly. <laughs> and and he did. And he called me out on it, right? So he's like, huh, are, are you flossing? Oops. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm busted. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, just those. Yeah. And that's something so small. That's like 30 seconds out mm-hmm. of your day, right? So brushing your teeth. I do have a, yeah. I do have a, ha- a hack for that. And if you like hot showers, I'm a big hot shower fan. Oh, me too. And and I just put some those little flossing sticks in in a in my shower in ah. a little cup. And I shower and, and then I get completely clean and then I floss my teeth while I'm in the shower, enjoying that 30 second hot water on my back. Right? <laughs> yes. And I don't feel guilty about it. I saw I'm flushing my teeth. I I'm doing two things at once. And, and I feel why really not? Good about it. Yeah. That is a yeah, great so, tip there, Janelle. Yeah. Oh. Take that. It will liberate you. I'm telling you, <laughs> it will simplify the frosting process tremendously. Yes. Yeah. You know, my dentist, uh, <laughs> Not to go totally off on this rabbit trail, but he always wants me to floss at night. And I'm just like, by the time I go to bed, I am so tired. I don't feel like flossing. And I I try to do it. And that's my problem that I'm too tired to do all this extra stuff. But that's combining too. Mm -hmm. see when when I'm Mm -hmm. in a good mood in the Mm -hmm. shower. That's a great idea. And I'm I'm a serious water picker too, so I could oh. I got half of it done in the shower, and then I come out and I water pick, and I wow. like it's all done. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder you have such a good smile. It's those good habits. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, yeah, it's all those little things that we those good habits we need, but are so mm-hmm. hard to do because mm-hmm. everything else distracts us, whether you're just too tired, whether you have just other things calling your name, you got kids that mm-hmm. need your attention or places to go. And uh, yeah, it, it's, it's just so, so hard, whether you don't want to eat Twinkies. <laughs> right. Now that's a habit I've been pretty good at. Like I try not to buy the things I like. I'll buy the things that everyone else likes. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I'm enabling them to bad habits, but I try not to... <laughs> I'll buy the things I know that I will I will be tempted to eat and I'll eat it every day. Well, you are yeah. a stronger person than I am because if it's in the house, I'm tempted to eat it. And yeah. I, I have to limit those extras for other people because, oh, yeah. you know, and I just tell them, I just say, hey, I really want to eat that if it's here. And, and I know you don't want me to eat that. So <laughs> let's not buy that. You know, I, I convince them otherwise. Yeah, that's good. Luckily, a lot of us have different uh different tastes in our house so i'm not as tempted to eat the stuff they want to eat yeah <laughs> except when my daughter's home for her college breaks and she bakes all the time she always bakes things oh. that i will also like so that's that's tough but she's not home that's that not often. helpful <laughs> no no not at all <laughs> so that's something a food for thought uh for you as we start wrapping up this uh second segment of women of grace in the marketplace what are what are, what is that first little atomic habit you can start is it is it like Janelle when you go to the store and d- decide not to eat that thing that will, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. put a few extra mm-hmm. calories on your hips <laughs> when you have it in the house, right? right? Or uh, flossing your teeth, or perhaps uh, you know, sitting down and reading. I I want to read. I do want to read more, and I have not uh, done a great job of that uh, yet this year. But I, I know I need to because I know yeah. uh, I do like to write. I like to edit, and I'm a better. I do better at both of those when I do read, you know? Yes, I'm exactly. inspired, right? Exactly. So, uh, so many different directions. Uh, ask yourself what kind of little habits you can, little good habits you can do. And uh, maybe that can be your first start to a journal. Maybe that can be good food for thought. If you're already you're like, oh my gosh, it's February already. And I have not <laughs> done very well at any of my goals yet. Um, I think those atomic habits are a really, really good 
place for all of us to start or to get back to if you stopped yeah. in the past year or so. <laughs> yes, have a good foundation of just one or two habits that you want to work on right away. Yeah, yeah. Don't overwhelm yourself with too many. One at a time mm -hmm. if that's all you can handle. And give yourself, give yourself grace for that as well. So, exactly. Yeah. All right. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk about distractions and, <laughs> and how you can fight those distractions. Uh, Let's as you, do it. Yeah. As you uh, try to get towards your goals. So uh, stay tuned to Women of Grace in the Marketplace here on Talk Erie. Welcome back to Women of Grace in the Marketplace. I'm Janelle Keith with my co-host and friend, Lori Clapper. And today we're talking about habits and goals and doing it. <laughs> yes, that's just the, doing those things. That's right? the key and that's the hardest part. <laughs> it's getting yeah. it done. And, and getting it done. Yeah, yeah, right. We can all set great goals for the year, but those goals are really useless if we don't take action to be you know do something about what we've written down right that's why the gyms are really full right now and in another mm -hmm. month the treadmills will be easier to get to Into, <laughs> and have empty yeah, ones, because, right because <laughs> people will fall off and yeah. you know what was once a good idea is now they don't have time for and i think we are too easily distracted by the things of this world <laughs> yes yeah and that's what we're talking about what are those the biggest distractions that pull you away from doing those good habits, even those small ones. And of course, ultimately reaching the goals you have set for yourself. And, and, you know, you know, you hate this one, but a lot of times you have to turn inwards in your distractions, check up on yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. why are you being distracted so easily? Why are you so all over the place that you can't focus on going on with that thing that you know you need to do. And, you know, what what's the source? What's the source of why you're being maybe flighty or anxious or or just just not feeling at the moment? So yeah. we hate that stuff because we don't want to, you know, <laughs> really search we in don't our like, hearts. We don't like to come to terms with ourselves, do we? Yeah. You know, we like to ignore those things. And um, it, you know, how... How easily say, we'll do that tomorrow, or I'll start Monday, mm -hmm. or this isn't a good time, I'll do it in an hour, and then an hour passes by, and you're still not in a good place. I mean, we give ourselves too many excuses, yeah. I believe. Yeah. And uh, and I think because we don't value the, the people that we are or who we want to become, because we think, oh, I'll do that, I'll do that later, you know, yeah. and <laughs> What's wrong with now? You know, right? I go back to a time when I was uh, losing weight in the middle of the process, and I had become very frustrated because I got in a good habit, like from Monday through Friday, but then I'd blow it on the weekends. I would undo every good thing that I did on the weekend, you know, and so it was. I want you to start your new eating plan on a Friday. I thought, what? That can't be. What? That's ridiculous because I'm just going to blow it the next day. Yeah, you the know? weekend's a fun time. Come on. Exactly. It was the time I always relaxed my food rules. And um, 
he taught me so much in that those three days because at I, I said, okay, whatever. It doesn't make sense to me, but I'll do it. So I started on a Friday. And by the time Monday came, I saw the reason why doing it, because I got a kickstart on Monday to think, oh, I'll just, why can't I put it off till Monday? It didn't work that way right. because I got, I had those, those days under my belt. Then I thought, well, I'm not going to give up now. I'm just going to stick with it, you know, and it really did help kickstart my good habit of choosing good foods. Again, see, I can apply that to now. Okay. Why don't you, one, another one of my goals is to uh, write more. Well, this past weekend, I uploaded another devotional to you version, but I only focused on one idea and I saw it through and it made such a huge difference is trying to think of all the other things that I wanted to write. Oh, I yeah, just focused that, on that. Yeah. And that encourages you too. like, I yes, finished that. Uh-huh. I can do this. I, I can do another one now. Right. And I broke it down and I said, I can write two a day. If I just do two a day in a week's time, I would have, you know, a great plan. Right. So um, I did that. And so now I'm learning that I can only read one book at a time or I can only read a chapter at a time or whatever, you know, and I'm trying to apply those uh, uh, or put aside those distractions because yeah, we uh, I don't know what God did, but he put us that multitasking ability in yeah. women's heads. And we think we can do a thousand things at once. And we can't. We, can't. we no. cannot do it. It, it is a we, fantasy. <laughs> it is such a fantasy and a deception that we put ourselves under because we think, well, I can do this and I can do this and I can do this. And you can't you can't do 10 things. Well, no, no, not at, at all. all. And, you know, yeah. this, uh, I was just thinking of this, you know, as you were talking, and uh, I had a couple past jobs where, well, you know, a lot of us dread Mondays anyways, you get that Monday stress Sunday night, and and yep. I had a stressful job at one point, and just going back was just, uh, I just, I sometimes dreaded it. And then I, another job, we had a really, we had a meeting with a really tough person every Monday. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. never knew how this person was going to respond or how, what yeah. mood they were going to be in that day or what version of that person you were going to get. And it was stressful. Like I had to really hype myself up. So I decided that on Mondays I was going to dress up. Like I didn't have to dress the one job I could wear jeans. We didn't have to dress up. So I'm like, I'm going to dress up on Mondays. I'm going to make myself because I just felt good. Like it, it got me motivated mm-hmm. just well, I like to shop. But <laughs> and I like clothes. So but it was something that gave me confidence. It was, you know, superficial as it may sound. It made me feel good about going into the day. It made me feel more confident going into that meeting, which I dreaded <laughs> every Monday morning. And it just gave me that extra little lift. So sometimes you have to do those little things um, you know, put on a pair of dress pants, put on a dress if you can, if it's not too cold yeah. outside, you know, if it, if exactly. it makes you feel good, uh, maybe, yeah. maybe other things will come together uh, within you. And, and that along with other things is, is kind of preparation too. I had to get my clothes mm-hmm. ready the night before. I'm like, okay, what can I wear? What can I put together? So I feel good tomorrow going into this situation that I am not looking forward to. So I would exactly and, and mm-hmm. you know, with your experience with weight loss too, preparation is key when you are losing weight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're going to if you're going to eat healthy at work, if you're going to be away from the home, especially and you, you're not tempted to go out to eat, you mm-hmm. got to pack your lunch. Mm-hmm. Right. And you got to pack right. good things. 
So that's putting it together the night before, right? Exactly. Yeah. Preparation is huge for me. If I don't have a container of salad, lettuces mixed up in my refrigerator, I'm out of groceries, you know, and I think I've got to have that because at any moment I could become hungry and, you know, here we are and I don't have any food. And so you have to prepare those good choices for you so that they're easily accessible, you know, at a moment's notice. And that's a habit I had to instill. I had to start that habit and I had to get rid of all the junky stuff and I had to put in the good choices. And it it's helped me become the person that I am today. And this is a great quote from Atomic Habits. Ultimately, your habits matter because they help you become the type of person you wish to be. They are the channel through which you develop your deepest beliefs about yourself. Quite literally, you become your habits. Now, we would not get up in the morning and say, I want to be distracted today and just allow all that into right. our lives. No, right. we would not ask for that. But mm-hmm. yet we do that to ourselves, right? <laughs> right? And so we have to retrain our brain to think that, Okay, I'm not going to be distracted distracted today. Just like you said, Lori, you put on the the that you dressed up. You it helped you feel confident. How about we start this habit? I am not be distracted today. I will be devoted to this one thing that I want to do today mm-hmm. and therefore at the end of the day, you might actually see some success. Right. Right, you know, and yeah, to your point, sometimes we you know, even those things are calling our names literally and figuratively, we have to tune it out. Mm-hmm. You know, we do. that's it. That, set it aside. Yeah, that's that's a decision not to be distracted. And and yeah. ask yourself, what are those things that help you tune out those distractions? Is it tuning into music? I know uh, when I tune into the right kind of music, usually it's worship music. I'm so much more productive. I just put in Absolutely. my earbuds and mm-hmm. I'm my AirPods, whatever. And and I will just like zoom through stuff because I'm tuning everything out around me <laughs> and what's going exactly. on. So I'm not tempted. Even even if I'm sitting at a restaurant or a cafe working, like I love the people watch or I'm hearing conversations all over the place. That helps me tune things out. And when yes, I'm away from home, absolutely. I'm tuning things out mm-hmm. too. So mm-hmm. so what what can you do to, you know, what what is that for you to, to tune out those distractions to, to help you and, you know, make sure you're, your uh, headphones are right next to your computer if you're going to work and, and need to tune out that the noisy coworker or the things that are going on around you. And it can be as simple as just putting your phone in another room yeah. at night. Oh, yes. Yeah. Shutting down your screens, you know, just reading a book or listening to music as you're trying to fall asleep instead of trying to always stimulate yourself or scrolling through social media to pass the time or to help you fall asleep just you know let god in and let him have a chance at helping you relax and Mm de-stress and and pray or there's always that you can always pray yes he's 24 7 accessible and he is not a socially distanced god no you know and so you we we have the power to help ourselves if we would just choose to do that. Mm, yeah. And, and here's one I know, I know, Janelle, you've brought this up in the past. Uh, something that helps you be distracted, helps you focus is uh, cleaning things up. Yes. 
Oh, whether man. that's your office space, whether yeah. that's your kitchen, and maybe because then you you don't have that chaos going ar- on around you. Exactly. You know, just that subtle chaos that ugh, drives you crazy. You know, and here's a very personal story. I I have an office, and right now you you really stepping on my toes right now, Lori, because it's it's very chaotic, and I'm in mid mid organization, but. Um, I have a lot of books. I'm a bookworm. I love books. It's like my weakness. You know, it's my kryptonite. It's just like, uh, <laughs> buy me a book. And I think, oh, you're my best friend, you know. And so I become very weak in that. And so I've got a lot of books I still want to read. Practically speaking, I'm not going to get to them all. But because they're such a distraction to me, I had to go buy curtains and put over my bookshelves. So wow. I would not see them. Because I can easily be sitting there writing, and then I'll look up at the title of a book, and I think, oh, I want to read that right now, you know. And I oh, there was something in that book I need to read again, you know. And then you have to try to find it, and like a half hour later, you you haven't yeah. found it yet, right? Yeah, you haven't found it yet. So I had to put it, I had to put them behind the curtain to keep them out of my head so that I would focus on the one thing that I was trying to do, so... Mm. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Now that's a good predecision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to fight yeah. that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Now I had, uh, a, a, sadly, I was in quarantine for a couple of weeks in the past month. And I had, I, I don't really have an office space right now. During the pandemic, my office space turned into an extra bedroom <laughs> for, for an extra child that was home from college and didn't want to totally share. Totally understand. Right. Yeah. So, so I had to, and so the breakfast bar in my kitchen is the place that collects everything. Mm-hmm. And that's the chaos in my life and my, and uh, the thorn in my side, you could call it. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I knew that's where I was going to have to set up shop because that was really the only place uh, that I had a nice you know, surface to set my computers and, and all that stuff. And I'm like, okay, that, that was, that was my source of contention. I'm like, okay, I have to clean this off if I'm going Mm -hmm. to function. Otherwise, if I make a slight move, something's going to go tumbling to the floor while I'm live on the air, right? (laughs) (laughs) And it would happen. It would happen. So yeah, so uh, my husband was very nice. He helped me with that. He's a good clutter buster. Mm -hmm. Mm. He's a good at tasks. So he helped me with that and getting that cleaned up. And and it was so much easier to focus on the one mm-hmm. thing I needed to do for that few hours uh, when everything was kind of cleaned up around me and I wasn't like, okay, is, is, if I move a little bit, is this going to fall? I mean, it was that bad. Like it was everything yeah. going to be tumbled to the floor. Yeah, that's, oh goodness. I totally understand. You know, I can work uh, in a messy office, but if my kitchen is clean, forget it. I got to go in there and I got to clean it. <laughs> and if I, <laughs> it's just the way I think. I don't understand it either, but it, it's just that when things are in place, you do better work. Mm-hmm. You know, when you feel, uh, 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 what do I want to say, focused in your mind, then yeah. you're going to be better about what you're attempting, you know, Absolutely. to create. And yeah, and creative people, we're all over the place. I'm just going <laughs> to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, squirrel, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We go chasing after the squirrel. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, so let me ask you this to know. How are you at deadlines? Uh, I'm usually pretty good. If I know ahead of time that I got to do it, then I, I back, I, I know that deadline and then I start backing up, but what do I need to do now to get right. to that place? And yeah. so, but 
sometimes though, I find myself doing things at the very last minute. I'm thinking, why do I do this to myself? You know, (laughs) you still make the deadline. It's just like, you know, minutes before you make it right. Yeah. That's another good predecision too, is to, when you have a goal or if you have a habit you want to get into like, okay, by the end of this month, I'm going to have, I'm going to be doing this every day, right? This habit, or, you know, if you are something that you need to get done, uh, it does help. Mm -hmm. It does help to saying, this is, the date I have in mind, this is when I need to get that done, right? Here's, here's another good point from Atomic Habits. Becoming the best version of yourself requires you to continuously edit your beliefs and to upgrade and expand your identity. So, you know, I think we get fixed in our head like, okay, I want to be a better writer. And, and we take steps to do that and to write more. But yet we have to, at the end result, we... We have to step back and say, well, what worked, what didn't work, and then edit that and then move on, you know, not get stuck in that failure or whatever, or that blog post you didn't get up, Right. you know, you you say, okay, that didn't work. So let's tweak some things so it will work later. Exactly. And going back to uh, one of my prior points is like some days it just doesn't happen, right? Yeah. So, okay, right. it's not happening today. The words aren't coming out or I, I'm just not in the mood. I Like you said, your back kind of hurts so you didn't get on the treadmill this morning. But, mm-hmm. you know, in a couple of days, even if it's still within your deadline, still yeah. sit down and do it later because chances are you, you might be able to focus a little bit better later. So, so exactly. um, as long as you're exactly. getting it done and you're getting it done by the time that you've set. Because and that's important because it, it does keep you focused. Like okay, <laughs> and maybe and maybe find someone to keep you accountable on that. I know we hate that. Mm, like I don't want you huge. bugging me, right? Mm-hmm. But if someone mm-hmm. knows, maybe they'll check up on you or or give someone permission to check up on you. Say exactly. Say okay, exactly. Okay, and don't, and don't let me get mad when you do check up on me. <laughs> Call me out <laughs> on it, right? That accountability can be an encouragement, and it can also guard you from discouragement. And, yeah. um, you know, if somebody does call you out and you're not having a good day, it might inspire you to get up and put aside those excuses or yes. whatever that distraction and to yeah. say, you know, I can do better. Let's yeah. let's see if I can. Yeah. And if you only got 15 minutes, that's great. That's better than nothing at all. Yeah. If you're talking you know? to a person or someone calls you out and they kind of throw down the gauntlet on you like. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to show you, even if whatever your, yeah. <laughs> whatever your, your motivation is, you know, okay, I'm going to do whatever works. Next time. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, here we go. This, uh, this uh, portion of Women of Grace in the Marketplace that went so fast as usual, some great ways for you to form better habits and to reach your goals this year. We hope that it was helpful for you. Uh, when we come back, we're going to share a couple of our main takeaways that we've had from our show, and we hope that we'll hear from you too. It's Women of Grace in the Marketplace on Talk Eerie. All right, closing up our time here on Women of Grace in the Marketplace and some really good nuggets of wisdom about forming good habits because bad habits let's admit it, are much easier to get into than the good habits. <laughs> and they can undo they your good habits. They can, they can undo the, the outcome of the good habits very easily as well. <laughs> exactly. You know, our good intentions will only go as far as our actions. And, you know, we have to understand that if we put all this stuff on ourselves, all these New Year's resolutions and everything, then 
how do you live with yourself if you don't measure up to those? You know, I, I'm a big personal advocate to think, why put that on yourself? Why put all that stress and pressure on yourself when you know you're not willing to make the habit to, to see the outcome? What I'm learning from what I'm reading these days is don't make your outcomes based on your, uh, don't make your habits based on outcomes. Make them based on who you want to be. Yeah, good one. So, yeah, so I say I want to write more. Well, how am I going to be a, a person that writes more? Is I got to spend more time writing than I am being distracted or uh, unfocused. Or And I want to reach more people for Christ. How am I going to do that? What are my options in uh, having to uh, be that person? And I want to read more. Well, they're not, those books aren't going to read themselves. <laughs> you got to pick it up and start reading and be, you know, set yeah. that goal to read the whole thing, not just two right. chapters, which I'm guilty of. And, and I'm guilty of buying every new book that comes off the shelf, you know. And so I've got to stop that because I got to get caught up a little bit, you know. And so I have to put these disciplines in place. You know, we hate that word discipline. But they are really for our own good. Right. And I and I love that concept of that book, Janelle, the Atomic Habits. It's those little things that you can do uh, mm-hmm. to reach your goal and to, in the meantime, just form good habits. And, and we've talked about several just little things that you might think are minuscule and just minutiae and not important, but they are, whether it's, it's, you know, wearing a nice outfit on Monday to make you feel good about the day, to start out the week, whether it's not buying those Twinkies at the grocery store so you don't have that temptation, flossing your teeth, whatever. And, you know, it's, it's just changing uh, the way you think about these things, like you said about Absolutely. the I- not goal, but your identity. This is the person I mm-hmm. want to be. And this is what I need to do to get there, to be that person that in my heart I'm longing to be, but just haven't yeah. gotten there yet. What can I do to to make myself feel better and uh, to take those steps? So that's so important. What a What a great way to look at those things. Yeah. And, you know, we have to have courage and faith. You know, we're yes. we're children of God. We can't just drop the idea that God has instilled in us this faith of wanting, longing for evidence of things we can't see. We all have that thing. We have that thing within the thing, you know, yeah. that we all are craving. We're longing for acceptance and love and all those things. And we have to have faith to know that we are becoming the people that he's designed us to be. And that's really stepping into, you know, our identity as children of God. All right. So great ending thought there for Women of Grace in the Marketplace. And by the way, if you have any questions or comments or enjoyed the show, we would love to hear your feedback. You can email us at womenofgraceinthemarketplace at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook. Check out our past shows, our podcast on Spotify, on Google, and on wovenbooks.com. We will see you next time. Catch all the Women of Grace in the Marketplace podcasts anywhere at any time on wovenbooks.com.